0: Welcome to the Grow Your Solar Business Podcast. I'm your host, Josiah. I'm here with my friend, Ryan Reynolds. I wasn't going to say <laughs> what if
1: you? What if you actually got on a podcast with Ryan Reynolds? Would that you'd like that?
0: Would've this is my friend,
1: Doug. D- Doug, 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 Dougie, Dougie, Dougie. Kind of brings us to the topic later, but we'll, we'll save that for later. Uh, hot take for you, Josiah. Is it cool or uncool for your Uber driver to talk to you? I
0: have noticed on like the more expensive Uber rides, you have the option of talking preference. Really? You do. Mm. It's kind of an interesting thing. Uh, there was actually a funny Nathan for you episode where the, you had a tablet in the back of your car and you could choose your conversation. Topic.
1: <laughs> That's good.
0: Um, so, yeah, I mean, Uber, talk, I, I would say this. You know, I've had over-eager chatters. And so, like, if I'm on my phone, like, if I initiate, it's okay. But you're not allowed to initiate. No, you're not. As the Uber driver.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think they're trying to be nice. I do. And I don't want you to be nice. I want silence. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a silence rider guy. You can have a conversation with me, you know, that's fine. But most of the time, when I'm in a location Ubering, if it's not 11 p.m., and we have been partaking in alcoholic beverages, that's when I want you to talk to me.
0: I would say when you get in the car, okay, it'd be weird if they didn't say anything. That's not what I want either.
1: Yeah, like, hello.
0: I don't want. Is your name Ryan? I don't. Yes. I don't want you just staring ahead, no acknowledgement. (laughs) So guilty about all the ways <laughs> you're gonna to torture and kill me later tonight. That's not what I want. But if you turn around and go, Josiah, yeah, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. I if I'm short and curt and getting to my phone, I think that's that's the signal.
1: Yeah. Like when I'm coming from an airport and you've picked me up at an airport. That's not the time for us to have a conversation. Mm. I'm usually trying to catch up with the two hours that I just missed being in the air. Yep. Thank you, Josiah. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about the the seasons of solar sales. Mm. So seasonality of solar marketing, solar business in general, but solar is a very seasonal business. And yep. so just kind of discussing that, how can we help business owners use the seasons to their advantage? and really grow their business because of where we are in the year.
0: Yeah, and we touched on this a little bit, I think, in an earlier podcast, but, you know, if you think about the quarters of solar, you know, Q1 is kind of... It's cold. Cold, slow, same with Q4. Usually Q2, Q3 is when a lot of the sales and money and cash heaviness happens in solar. And so I think a lot of people... A lot of business owners, especially, are just very reaction reactive to what's happening. And if you've been in solar long enough, or ran a company long enough, or are interested in how to run your solar company better, and you can scale out and look at kind of patterns, well, you can start to realize, hey, maybe there's times that are slower than others, and you can think of ways to basically engineer your best year rather than letting it just happen to
1: you. Mm. So we know like Q2 is good. It's spring. People are getting ready for the summer. They're expecting high electric bills. And so they want to combat those high electric bills with solar power. Mm -hmm. We know when it's hot, that's when the problem is then agitated. And so they also make a decision then. So you have the people that are like pre-planners. They do it in spring Q2. And then Q3, it's the people that have, waited too long and they're like, I need this solved now. But what do you do in those slow months? What do you, what do you kind of like, how can you use the slow months to your advantage?
0: I think just being aware of what you want to do. and I, I think something that's important is like, if your only bucket that you get your marketing done is door knocking, you're going to have a very seasonal business, like probably more so than others. You know, maybe if you live in a really warm kind of year-round state, have a really good strong knocking program, maybe you don't feel that. But you'll still have the bad buying cycles of your customers playing into that where, you know, Q1's slow, Christmas time can be slow. But if, say you live in in like a state where a market with seasons, right, where door knockers are a little less active in the wintertime, your sunlight's down. And I know you savages knock in the dark with flashlights and safety vests and all that stuff, but like production does typically go down. And so if you're one of those really seasonal businesses and you only rely on door knocking, well, how can you, you know, cause some things don't change. Like newsflash people are pretty much always home in their houses. Right. Like there's nothing that just because you can't just because it's too cold for your team to be out there performing doors doesn't mean people aren't interested in solar or ready to buy solar. So what you would need to do is figure out, Hey, what are different ways I can get in front of these homeowners? Mm-hmm. And so if you can start thinking of figuring out, you know, maybe some online marketing, maybe some Google reviews, maybe setting up some referral partnerships, you can slowly start finding ways to reduce the seasonality of your business or to at least increase sales in slower months.
1: Yeah. I mean, and and solar is really came from the door knocking world. And so like seasonality and door knocking does not go hand in hand. Like mm-hmm. they don't play well together when it gets cold, people don't want to knock doors when it gets too hot. People don't really want to knock doors. Mm-hmm. So having other marketing levers you can pull during different seasons and using those to your advantage is going to benefit your company to stay growing throughout the entire year Mm -hmm. so what's a what's a thing during those really good months you know how are you seeing the best companies use the seasons to their advantage like we know you're gonna do really well in q2 and q3 so what are, what are some things we do during Q2 and Q3 to take advantage of people being excited about solar power?
0: Yeah, I mean, so Q2, Q3 is really just all out pedal to the metal. I think actually a lot of businesses in solar do Q2 and Q3 fairly well. Mm-hmm. A lot of business owners, I think, have cash They have sales, they have opportunity. That's when we get the most inquiry about, you know, hey, we got some money to spend on marketing. Shocker. Yeah, like let's pour some gasoline on this fire. And so most businesses do Q2 and Q3 little really well. I think there are things you can do and should be doing, especially if you're doing volume as a solar company as far as capturing data knock leads, getting those uploaded into a CRM so you can send out emails and text messages. Because as you're stacking up, you know, I remember back That's when I used to knock.
1: That's a really good point. Like you've gotten leads, a lot of leads during Q2 and Q3. You might not have spent a lot of time on some of the not quite as hot leads because you have a bunch of leads and mm-hmm. a lot more hot leads. So if you don't have a CRM and you have these leads that you can then follow up with later times of the year when you're slow, that's something you could be doing and should be doing and utilizing when it's slow of you've already got the leads, follow up with them. Mm-hmm. Like check back in with them. It might be a better time for them at that point in their life.
0: Yep. So they're there. So you can use you know the software that Prospect Bacon built to put those people in a drip, email or text campaigns. You can have your reps and put the leads straight from a form you follow-up, if you had a yellow legal pad, like I used to do when I knocked, right? Like I had piles of those things, and basically I'd reach the end of one, get it back. Thumb through those lists, maybe figure out like a lead scoring system, like hot, cold, warm, or maybe like rate them on a scale of one to five. So like, you know, when you're flipping back through, like who was maybe a really good lead and maybe worth sending a text message you're following up on. But so many companies, especially door knockings, you know, Companies don't pay attention to data, and data is valuable.
1: Yeah, and it's not like – and some of these cycles, these lead cycles, take a long time, the nurture sequences. It's not like uh, maybe it's happened, but I don't believe somebody just knocked on their door. They said, hmm, that sounds interesting. I, yes, um, first time I've ever heard of solar, I want to buy it.
0: Like, it happens more <laughs> than you think. It's
1: crazy. It's <laughs> crazy that that happens. But, I mean, more times than not, you're probably able to nurture somebody throughout – time you know follow back up with them come back see them uh email sequences branded marketing campaigns you mm-hmm. know uh, retargeting ads like all of these things can help take them from you know if you lead scored someone as a two go from a two to a five and be ready to purchase
0: yeah so there's been a new enough industry you know there's been a lot of low-hanging fruit with just impulse buyers That's and crazy so to me. when they door knock, um And so there's so much low hanging fruit. Like it was actually easier back when I was selling solar. You knock through your neighborhood, you know, our team would almost always like, hey, we want new turf. Like, let's just go somewhere else and sell the really easy people. And so I I think solar's been in this place where we need to start getting more serious about data because markets are getting more saturated. Most markets have already heard, heard of solar at some point.
1: Well, I think that's pretty valuable for people to understand the seasonality of how solar companies work. Um, so we'll quickly jump into a little top three here at the, at the end. Um, and, and we're going to do an easy one. We're going to do a softball. And for you, you know, this is kind of what our business is built on, social media, and the internet. So we're going to go top three social media platforms. For mm. you personally, what do you like?
0: So my favorite social media platform is probably Facebook, I guess, cause I'm old. I'm in a lot of groups. I do a lot of groups on Facebook more than I do like personal relationships. I'm in groups for business, you know, around marketing, what I do, I'm in groups of, you know, the industry around which is solar and then I'm in groups of stuff I'm interested in and I learn stuff in there. Uh, my number two would probably be Reddit. I read mm-hmm. a lot on Reddit. I don't post a lot but I'm someone who likes to review and research things. So I can find out a lot on Reddit and sometimes there's funny memes. Three would probably be Instagram. Instagram is probably the last thing I go on. I think the most Ryan, we're actually getting ideas from our shoot. I was actually just looking at her Instagram DMs yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's just where we put stuff. But So that's my top three.
1: Yeah, I'm a number one YouTube guy. Love long I form. about YouTube. Yeah, I'm a long form video. Like, I watch, like, I watch that more than TV. Hmm. Uh, number two for me is TikTok, and that is only for mindless scrolling. I rarely post. That's pretty much like before I go to bed, I just mindlessly scroll on TikTok. And number three for me is Instagram, probably, because I actually use that for business and trying to actually communicate with people.
0: Nice. Yeah. Real video heavy there.
1: Only video. Big surprise there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, that's good. Um, You know, I think everybody, if they've been in the solar industry for a long time, they understand there is seasonality into it. I'm sure they appreciate the couple little tips we we provided to hopefully grow their solar business.
0: There we go. Like, subscribe, follow, download, save, tailgate. Whatever you can.
1: Nine calls to action. Make sure you do them all before you listen to the
0: next episode. All good. Appreciate you guys. See ya.